Hey there, just a quick reminder, we have a mentorship program if you're looking for personalized coaching and mentorship to help guide you to the next level of your interior design business, whatever that might look like for you, whether it's processes and procedures or what services to offer to how to incorporate wellness, intention, or spirituality into your projects, come join us over at designcoven.com forward slash join. Or if you're just in search to connect with other like-minded interior designers, you can join our free community also located at designcoven.com forward slash joy. Hello, on today's episode, we have Rachel White, who is the creator of the tarot deck Totem. And today's episode features a Tarot Tuesday, which happens on Patreon at my Patreon group, patreon.com forward slash bewitching for any of you that are looking to join. It's only $5 a month. We get together the first Tuesday of the month, connecting over tarot and of course, pulling tarot cards live for everybody there in the session. This time around, we had Rachel White join us with her tarot deck totem. Uh, Rachel is the skeptical shaman. Here for the spiritually homeless, Rachel blends real world pragmatism, her sense of humor and ancient tools and techniques into her practice as a trained shaman medium, energy practitioner, self-published author, and flower essence maker. As one client wrote in a Yelp review, Rachel White is the Amy Schumer of shamanic practitioners. She is equal parts blunt as she is spiritually unique, breaking every preconceived notion of the traditional image of what it means to live a spiritual life. She is, simply put, for the spiritually curious but non- committal who are looking for a more profound sense of meaning without feeling like they are joining a cult. Rachel joins us on this episode. We get into her inspiration for the totem deck along with other practices, um, including her flower essences, which are so magical. Um, so yeah, so this is a little glimpse as, or a big glimpse, I should say, as to what we do on Tarot Tuesday. And like I said, everyone is welcome. You can sign up at patreon.com forward slash bewitching. Welcome to Bewitching the Home, a podcast that supports the journey of holistic interior designers. I'm your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford, a creatrix of sacred space. Here we will discover new concepts, meet creatives, and learn from active interior designers and conscious businesses that guide us to create enchanted homes. Homes filled with mindfulness, intentional living, and well-being for their inhabitants and Mother Earth. Homes connected to the highest vibration that bring balance, harmony, and a purposeful way of living. Welcome, welcome to Bewitching the Home. I'm so excited that today we are showcasing a Tarot Tuesday, which happens the first Tuesday of every month. And we usually have a tarot deck creator or an oracle deck creator come and join us so that we get to explore their view, their perspective of the tarot, which I think is really beautiful. And we get to also take a look at their art and understand, you know, the different ways of reading cards because it's always so personal and it always changes and it's forever evolving. 
So we've got Rachel White on today. Her tarot deck is called Totem. And I'm going to go ahead and open up our space by, of course, just ringing our bell, connecting with our higher selves, connecting with our bodies, coming into the present moment. And then I am going to light our candle just to bring in that beautiful essence and spirit of fire that I'm so attracted to. And just also just to alert, you know, our spirit guides and our higher selves, ancestors, that they are welcome into our space for the best and highest good of everyone that is listening and here presently. And um, this is usually the time that I pull a a card. You know what? I will pull a card. I'm going to pull a card for everybody. And then um, we'll pull, of course, pull cards at the end personally, but I would love to pull a card just for the group for right now to kind of set the stage for our connection. And I always read my cards right set up. So we've got the seven of crystals. And Rachel, you're going to have to remind me the crystals are which element? Okay, so we've got the seven of crystals, which would be the seven of pentacles, which for me is always about assessment. It's checking in. And I feel like this is where I'm at personally in my life, in my career. I'm really looking at things, assessing where we're at, pulling the weeds that aren't quite producing or that are sucking um, life energy that's not really conducive to what I'm wanting to bring into the world. And I love that you've got this one crystal that's really highlighted here in the center. Um, was there a, a meaning behind yeah. that? Yeah, I'm a little OCD. So there's basically meaning to everything. <laughs> so yeah. it's work. Um, to me, it's sort of a, a divine timing kind of card. Mm. The idea of cultivating patience, but also vigilance. And the idea of that being one of maybe the fruits on the tree that's ripened or the meeting of sliding doors, that intersection point. And so, yeah, what you were saying of being vigilant, minding things, but also being being able to see when the divine timing comes in, that big opportunity, what people call luck, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, and it's so interesting, um, you know, just kind of coming into that, um, that lion's gate or, you know, that, that portal that we're, we're sort of in and, and having that be like this doorway and, and yeah, having this opportunity of kind of walking through this portal space, I think just, and I'm just speaking personally without getting too much in, involved, but like the timing, it's all about this timing and like it wouldn't have happened or things wouldn't have happened the way that they're happening. Um, until this moment. It's like all the things are leading up and it's like leading up to this one space. So I don't know if you guys are feeling anything in your personal lives or lives in general about like, it's almost like this accumulation or this point. And it's like, we've, we've come to like the very tip and it's like, okay, now's the time to like sort of jump and, and go for these things because they're all adding up to this one moment. Mm, I love it. Well, Rachel, what are you nourishing yourself this evening with what are you oh yeah so i love red wine and i'm weird about it see the ocd thing again so this is from a winery called jolie led which i love just because of the name it's one of my favorite french phrases it means pretty ugly and it's a style of like handsome woman like an angelica houston or something like that and it's all biodynamic i waited four years on their allotment list 
And now because what? of COVID and everything, all these people dropped off. So I was able to order another two cases. Wow. And it's live today. Divine timing. Wow. And what is it called? I know. Um, Jolie Led. J-O-L-I-E. Led. L-A-I-D-E, I believe. Um, see, I had to do that. I can't spell things unless I write them. It's the weirdest okay. little ism. Um, but yeah, I, I had an unusually long day. I'm much better at balance than today just kind of happened. So I said, I'll treat myself. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And I've got a, I've got a Sauvignon Blanc over here. So I'm just kind of refreshing myself. It's so hot. All right. So Rachel, I really want to dive in to your deck because the moment that I opened it up and I started playing with it and the first card I pulled was the card. Actually, I think I pulled this card. Was it today? The, or maybe it was yesterday. The maiden of trees, I think. Oh, yeah. The man. And, yeah. And you're, you have a great, it was, um, don't apologize for your truth. I think was the last little piece. And that's been my mantra this week. And it just, it resonated so well. And I, I feel like I'm constantly filtering and apologizing for like my essence or what I am or who I am. And, you know, it goes through this lens or it goes through this filter and it's like, I gotta stop like doing that. And I, and I, and I don't want to apologize for, um, being, you know, who I am and, and being true to who I am. So. I just have to tell you that that card was really, really beautiful. That was the first card I pulled and then I pulled it again and I was like, there's something obviously here. Thank you. And I want to come back to that because I have another client who always gets that card and she's actually a practicing witch. So I think it shows up for people that do like herbalist magic or something that's practical magic instead of theoretical. But also today I just wrote um, or published my sub stack for my paid subscribers. I do it for every full moon themed around it. And the theme of the Aquarius full moon that I wrote about was that your difference is what makes you valuable to society. But society doesn't really know how to handle that. So they'll try and get you into like the Pink Floyd meat grinder, <laughs> like looking like everybody else, but they're there and unintentionally destroying or eroding the value that you can bring. So the idea of embracing that what makes you different makes you special, but also valuable. And that's why you shouldn't compromise on it, even though you meet with so much resistance. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And this full moon is always my favorite because of that, that combination of the full moon in Aquarius and then the sun in Leo. Like that combo for me is like, it just hits the spot. And what is your moon? Do you know? I'm a Leo moon. Okay. Yeah. I'm an Aquarius. Moon. And that's why people can, they always misinterpret me and they don't understand that my calming down, my grounding ritual is like watching conspiracy theory documentaries or doing Me mushrooms. Too. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not normal stuff. <laughs> yeah, weird stuff. They're like, what? It's weird stuff. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Um, so tell me, how did, how did you first get involved with the tarot? Like, yeah. what, like what, what was that relationship like? Or how did you get introduced? Well, I've read tarot cards my whole, whole, whole life. Um, since I was a very young child, I came across a deck and that's all sort of boring story, but they were in the house and um, just started going with it. And then grew up, gave all that up, you know, became a good little atheist, especially after Catholic school and Catholic college. It'll, it'll do that to you, like I need a break. And it it really came back in after a series of, of events and. Um, I've had my shamanic practice now for 10 years. I, I built it almost the whole time off the side of my desk in corporate. I was an innovation director 
for a publicly traded global company, corporate real estate company. And so the tarot deck, you know, I was making it basically over the last five years with one of my clients, she's the designer. And uh, I just felt compelled. You know, to me, the deck is bringing to life characters I've met in shamanism and energy work sessions and giving them like a little home, breathing a little life back into them. And uh, yeah, I wanted to make a, like a replacement or maybe an update is a better word for the writer way, right? Like that yes. classic, you know, $8 on Amazon. When I teach workshops, I always tell people get the writer way. It's the easiest one to learn on. And what would you do with that now? You know, like how would that look design wise? I also felt like things were very overtly like at times Lisa Freak in their pretty yeah. feminine quality. And there was nothing that had that more like Tesla Apple design. Like I live and breathe in only black and white clothing, you know? So it's it's a bit of an urbane sentiment to the deck. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, so they can kind of get a glimpse of what we're, we've got. And I noticed that you have um, all of these, um, I wouldn't, what would you what would you call them? Not people, but they're archetypes or yeah, totally uh, like Jungian archetypes, pagan deities, beings. Yeah. yeah. And what what prompted that, or did you just feel called to like inter- introduce them in a, in a new way, connecting to these different cards? I literally met all of these characters doing my work, either for myself or with clients, and then would reverse engineer it and type something in. And it would be like, "Yep, that's Hecate, and everything from your dream is accurate." And, so it was a way of like honoring them and getting them back into the milieu, if you will. Yeah. They're gorgeous. And then I noticed you have a ton of sacred geometry on here. With yeah. That, of course, I'm sure it was intentional. And, and how did you decide which shapes went with who and how did you kind of connect the two? Well, we, Emma and I, I built a vision board on Pinterest for every single card because I'm that kind of a pain in the ass. Poor Emma, right? Emma really went through it. Don't worry, she's my partner on it because I believe in, <laughs> you know, democratizing things and not being a jerk. But um, she free drew all of that. Like all of that is original because I'm a little insane about intellectual property. Right. So it's all custom. I like Kabbalah. I study Kabbalah pretty extensively. And so there's a bunch of Kabbalah, sacred geometry, things like that in here too. And then how did you decide, um, you know, the connection of the trees and the crystals and the moon and, and all of that? How did you, and metal? Yeah. Pick which I wanted to make it elemental. Like what's the, what's, what does swords govern? Thoughts, the mind, right? Metals and the idea of getting it down to something that's elemental to frankly make it a little more tangible for some of my clients who just weren't in this world. They're like pentacles. What if, yeah. I'm like, it's a crystal. You like crystals. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And then the, again, the color palette, is, it's really in alignment with your style. And yeah. I had a client, God bless her. I pulled a card in person and she had not seen the deck. And she goes, oh no, I got the black card. I'm like, oh my God, they're all black. <laughs> like, it's okay. <laughs> Poor thing. She was so stressed out. She got like the card of doom or something. Uh, yeah. Does anyone have questions for Rachel on, on the deck? No, but I think they're beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, they're really beautiful. Um, I always love to know, like, what was, like, your favorite card and then, like, your hardest card. Yes, I have answers to both of those. So my favorite card is Lilith 
the serpent eyes snakes like this thing yeah yeah only because you know she's forgotten a little bit and when i studied kabbalah and i learned hebrew as an adult you read the old testament and stuff and you're like oh the first human god made was someone else and it actually explains the whole thing with eve and like everything starts making sense so i was like she's got to go in here and the design of it the vision board were a bunch of shed snake skins but also dna helixes with the idea of like restoring ourselves epigenetically and getting back to the fact that we shouldn't be slaves in a debt bondage system. Like when we breathe and we sit in the backyard, we're still of value, which is something I'm working on. I always go to this, like I do, therefore I am thing. So I'm working on that energy. And then the one that was the hardest was vampire because we definitely wanted a vampire. And that's the Knight of Swords, by the way. Yeah. And it was just one of those things like, how do you do it without making it look like it's from Hot Topic? Yeah. <laughs> there were many versions of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very cool. It's Today. funny you ask that question. You must know that anyone who creates these has self-induced trauma. That's a great, very insightful question. It is. Kelly always has, has that question for, for us, and it's always a good one. We love it. Yeah, I'm just, and so when you, Rachel, you're like your work, you are, you read, is that, yeah. is that what you're, and then can you also share with us, like, I'm sure you, do you read just your deck or are you reading other decks or? Oh, I use other decks from time to time. Otherwise it gets so boring. Yeah. I mean, at one point though, I had hundreds of them. So I had a shaman yard sale when I was living in Chicago with all my crystals that I don't use anymore, all my stuff, all my clients showed up. It was hilarious. People like brought wine and it turned into like a real event in my building in the West Loop. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, I read for clients. So I have a practice, the name of the practice is Totem Readings. And I see clients every single day. I do coaching work in it, which is spiritual transformation. It's pretty intense. It's an immersion thing. It's not that, not that casual. Or as I joke, it's not Burger King. You can't have it your way. <laughs> um, but um, I also do one-on-one new client sessions every week, read tarot cards, do Akashic record readings and things like that. Amazing. Jenna had a Jenna has, yeah, question. Um, the development of the characters in the deck, these are all people or beings that I, I know and I've done direct shamanic work with. So I sat down and just thought about where they would fit in. For instance, Odin is actually really the first hanged man. And he hung upside down by his foot. And that's the genesis of that card in the Middle Ages versions. Um, and it's funny, you know, three, 4,000 years before a Jesus figure, he was betrayed by his brother, stabbed through the rib, hung upside down by a Christmas tree on the solstice and rose on the third day as a god. So um, just trying to bring some of these stories back into tarot so it's less flat and it's more like if someone's pulling a card and they get it a lot like Maynard they can google Maynard they can maybe get a book about them learn about them and develop a more shamanic practice yeah, yeah and like the death card is Anubis isn't that happier yeah so cool I mean just look at that transformation yeah I call it the spinal elevator <laughs> <laughs> oh the tower card Jenna is um set He's the Egyptian god of chaos. Do I have? And uh, there's an animal that they say still haunts rural Egypt where the uh, cane fields are and stuff called the Salawa, which means set animal. And uh, it's sort of like a werewolf story for them. And we made the ears of the set animal look like 
you know, towers or structures. Oh, how cool. I'll have to pull that one up. We can take a look at it. That's yeah, fun. I'm a nerd. So that's sort of <laughs> the short answer for the genesis of the characters. Yeah, I love it. It's just fantastic. And, you know, and then I use, I also use, you know, tarot in my everyday work, like even with my clients, like we'll, we might pull a card just to kind of get an energy field of like what's happening at the moment and, um, you know, see what's going on. Is this, this is when you that right now. Yeah. yeah. It's that tower card. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, just, and it's just about, you know, for me, it's like connecting with our intuition and just and our subconscious and seeing like what's there that we aren't kind of able to tap in any other way than to do something like this. And I love being able to read for people that, you know, I don't know. And it's, you know, it's a nice confirmation for them, you know, to have somebody like Rachel to, to come in and be like, Hey, this is what I'm seeing reading. This is what's happening. And it's just them saying, okay, I'm not like in my head, like I'm not making stuff up. It's just like, it's a beautiful way to, to get information and insight from, from ourselves. The girl Jung, the father of Jungian psychology, loved tarot. He used it with his clients in therapeutic settings because he believed the symbols and the configuration communicated with our subconscious mind. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I have to, I have to ask you about your tinctures because I see them all lined up behind you. <laughs> I ran out of shelf room in the other room, so. <laughs> I hand make flower essences. We grow everything from seed. I actually started it during COVID because I just wanted an excuse to go on our roof deck in Chicago. And I'm not good at relaxing. So I was like, I'll have a garden. And then because I'm not good at relaxing, I was like, let's make flower essences. My husband's a chef. So we have a vapor distiller and all this God. chef stuff in the house. So yeah, we hand grow them from seed. Everything's organic. Easy. We put praying mantises out there. So no chemicals, just praying mantises and lizards and hummingbirds and things like that. And uh, yeah, they they have a little bit of plant matter in them, which I like. I think that it gives a little more of a witchy oomph to it instead of just the vibrational energy of a plant. And the one behind me, which I ran out of space for because I keep selling out of it, is the newly minted for cash flow and abundance for like an entrepreneur or anybody looking for funding, by yeah. the way. And the um, next question was, where could I find those or get them. you just message me I'm, I like keeping things really old school and analog yeah, what's part of my um, yeah I'll put it in the chat for you but also you know Rachel's definitely got it it's rachel at totemreadings.com yeah, yeah and we'll also have it in the show notes for anyone that's listening that's not on the call obviously so that you all have access to um, yeah. to and the beautiful deck looks amazing thank you yeah we want to make something different all right, are we ready for to pull some cards? Yes. All right, sweet. So you're welcome to either unmute yourself or put it in the chat and I'll pull a card and then um, I'll kind of give you my feeling and then I'll have Rachel tap, um, chime in if there's some more or if I get stuck. Or... Hey Rachel, it's Michelle. I would like to go first because my my flight is about to leave. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, let's get you in. <laughs> Michelle, kind of oh, I am so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so wish I do have a question. Just what this this next month look like for me? Okay, and I like I read my cards right to death. I'm gonna read them in that direction. So do I, by the way. Oh, cool. It just makes it easy. All right, Michelle. What do we have? How do you say this, Dambala? Oh, Dambala. Yeah, it's um, uh, in Voodoo. The name of their religion is the Serpent and the Rainbow, and it translates to Dambala Iwido. So that's the serpent that creates 
in the multiverse and all the other dimensions. And so is this the world card? It is, yeah. yeah. And if you go to New Orleans, they honor him with a white egg and white flower. He has this thing with eggs. So we made it eggy. Oh my goodness. So Michelle, what I'm seeing here for you is like, there's just like a complete circle. There's things are wrapping up. It's like things are wrapping up and closing in so that you can kind of bloom out into something else. I'm What I'm seeing is like, I'm almost seeing like this lotus blooming or this white flower that's about to like pop. It's like, it's still in this like, you know, in that, that, what is it? The bud. And, I, and I'm just seeing it go like this for you, Michelle. Okay, thank you. It's a really great card to get for a trip to a it's different a, kind of place. Yeah, it's a very auspicious travel or geographic move card over a large body of water. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, that's interesting. Thank you so much. Yeah, same travels. I'm Gabriella. You. Oh, you're welcome. It's here. She had um, she had a question on regarding dealing with traumatic employees and how um, the stress impacts her health. Okay, so let's let's pull a card for Gabriella on her health. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what is it? The Nine of Metals. Mm-hmm. So it's that that Nine of Swords card of you know that stress, anxiety, like. Oh, there's a train going by. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll wait a second. The feng shui of the train is really relevant, by the way. Yeah. That means things at work are heavy and stressful. I'm so sorry, Gabrielle. Yeah, Gabrielle. Um, yeah, I mean, this is just that that piece. So it's it's kind of like whenever I get this card, it always, it's always a reminder of like, okay, things are like super amped up. Things are like at the extreme. So it's like, how can I help um you know, self-care in the way of like the mind. A lot of this to me is like all mental stuff. So it's like really getting you out of certain spaces. And if it's at work, like getting you out of the workspace at your lunch, like at any moment, getting out for breaks. Like I'm just hearing like headspace or like clear space um, to kind of ease and open the mind. So I'm almost wanting to see like expansion and just clarity versus like what I'm seeing right now, is just like these things that are just piling on top of each other. And it's just, it's so overwhelming. It's almost like you're buried underneath these bricks of some sort. Um, so yeah, so it's just about, you know, getting you in a, in a space and connecting also. I always like to connect with nature when I'm wherever I'm feeling this intense stress. So if it's like water or getting out into your favorite place that you can kind of just decompress and let a lot of this go back into mother earth or just like releasing some of that. Um, for her to take this away. Yeah, sometimes with that card too, you can have um, sleep issues. I've had insomnia off and on my whole life. So I would just suggest if you can, like a pretty intentional going to sleep ritual. Mm. If you're able to, I don't know how stressful and how busy things are, but shutting off blue screens, taking a nice salt, salt bath, getting everybody's screwed up energy off of you. And then I keep smoky cords by my bed when I have that kind of vibe going on, because it's it just absorbs negative energy, but it's not a high vibration crystal like this guy that's going to keep me up. So smoky quartz, cheap, it's easy, it works. It's like I have to filter for messed up energy. Yeah, There's stuff you can do. Take care of yourself. Yeah. All right, Carrie. Uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Hang in there, Gabrielle. I'm so sorry. Carrie's question is general energy. Um, for her so let's see what we've got for Carrie and yours is the three of trees it's that three of wands right mm-hmm. yeah I love this card this is one of my favorite cards just because for me like getting the three of trees is always about 
being a visionary and thinking big and like going all out and like not like holding nothing back and just like let's like that permission to just if you can have anything like what is it and tapping into that energy um and also just seeing like is everything lining up to get there like and if it's not like that's this is just the cue to like start cutting some of that stuff out that's not going to get you to that point oh perfect thank you yeah that's perfect for now good all right, uh, Jeriana. Jeriana wants to know what spirit wants her to know. All right, Jeriana. Alchemist. Ooh, you got some stuff going on. This is a good card. I love it. Um, what is this? Fourteen. The star. Yeah, that's the um, that's alchemy. The temperance. temperance. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, alchemy, bringing things forward. I don't know. I'm sure that you're working on something, uh, Jeriana, but what I'm seeing here, whenever I, I think of the alchemist or just thinking of the archetype in general, it's kind of like they're doing their thing, they're in their element, they're mixing, right? They're just mixing all the things. And then it's just overly abundant and like success and like whatever it is that you're wanting to bring forward is like on its way. And Jeriana, I would just add that that's something unique to you that only you can make. And it's a combination of all these seemingly disparate skills and expertise that you have. Things that may not seem like they go together, but you have like a unique, it's greater than the sum of its parts, frankly. This is maybe the best way to put it. Yeah, I love that phrase. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, she, Jenna, her sister, was just saying that she's she's moving and potentially looking for a new job. So definitely in the works. I feel like, you know, going into this new space, you're going to be able to pull these things together that you might not have been able to do um, in the past or, or in another location. Like there's a combination of multiple things happening for you. All right, Jenna, um, what is on the horizon for career growth? I've left teaching and I'm trying to move into instructional design. What is the outlook? Okay. All right, Jenna. Oracle. This is the five, which is um, the Hierophant. And um, this is, you know, learning, learning new skills and and gathering. I'm just, it's just seeing like gathering information. And um, maybe Rachel, you can explain a little bit more about like this oh, yeah. sacred geometry and why these certain things are, are put together. Because to me, it's um, there's just something there. And I, and I don't know that I quite yeah, well, the design is the sort of concept of as above, so below, you know, and the Oracle at Delphi would get these downloads or transmissions from above. And also the idea of what we do here, hence the Hierophant, right? Ritual, you go to mass, you go to moon ritual, whatever it is. This also affects what's up there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I always think of that person as the translator of receiving this information and then being able to to translate it to the the masses or to the other people in a way that um, only they can do it. So, yeah, that's so cool. Um, all right, who else? Hey, Kelly. Um, okay, well, um, so today is actually our one year anniversary to moving here um, from San Diego to Florida. So um, I guess my question in it would be like, you know, I was like, I'm last year been like so much change, so much growth. It's, you know, it's been good overall. Yeah. So like there are any like messages about like, you know, as we enter like, you know, year two, like as I'm getting into it, like, yeah, do I have any, any thoughts about that? As I kind of like, I feel like now I'm like settled and I'm ready to like kind of like do the next thing. So, well, yeah. all right, Kelly, let's see what we got for you. Going into second two. 
year too. Ooh, this is the one of crystal. So definitely planting of some seeds um, for the crows are going. Um, planting the seed, like like the grounds are fertile. The time is right to like put that in and start something fresh and like really, you know, pour yourself into it. Really water that seed that you have that you've been like holding. I feel like you've been holding onto this thing and it's like, I don't know, like the time's not right. It's like the time is like, let's do it. And then um, I don't know if Rachel has anything to add on that. Oh, it's just a great opportunity for professional and financial development. Every time I pull that card, I get an offer, I get an opportunity. I found my meditation space when I was in Chicago the day I pulled that card. So sometimes too, it's like the ideal space for a business, but it's something that's rooted in material reality. Yeah. It's all about money and yeah. Yeah. And good stuff. Great. All right, Jess, do you have a, a, Chris, a question? Thank you. Well, I'm gonna go similar. Um, what should I expect over this? this next year uh, here in, in Gator country. <laughs> I love Florida, by the way. <laughs> Ooh, you have the six of trees. So I definitely see some movement happening. Some things are, are shifting. And I don't know if you're going into travel, but usually whenever I pull this, oh no, this is the six, this is um, victory and success. And like, again, it's kind of connecting with what Kelly was talking about with um, like things sprouting and things like coming into fruition. And this is coming back, right? This is coming back from going out. And and I mentioned a little bit of something with travel, but I, I that's not necessarily with this card, but as what I'm hearing is like this, this there's some sort of a travel um, element with what's happening this year. Great, thank you. Yeah, I that call that the cut red tape card. Because anything that felt like it was stagnant or slow, it's like now you're moving. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorite cards to get. Mm -hmm. That makes sense with the way that you've got this um, drawn out. Yeah, I could totally see that. It's like things are just like opening up and expanding and you're able to have a clear path forward. Very cool. Thanks. Wonderful. All right, Anka. Okay, uh, it's also interesting. I can't decide what question is more. <laughs> okay, but the question is kind of, it's two questions, but it's kind of one. Okay. So um, the first one is, although I'm somewhat certain, I want to move to Mallorca in Europe at some point soon, and I want to build another slightly bigger retreat. And also I would love to attract my soulmate who then also hopefully will run in some sort of function that retreat. So I've recently met someone, so I'm curious. Yeah. Maybe not, but then I also know this designer who I've met is coming. Is he the one? So it's maybe a little bit of a three-fold question. Yeah, you got a lot happening there. Okay. Any answer is interesting. <laughs> okay, let's see what we got. Maybe you have to send the questions. The Eight of Crystals. And whenever I get this card, it's like, it's showing me that you're on the right path. Just keep going. It's like slow and steady. Keep, it's just like one thing that just keeps adding to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. And it's just exponentially like gonna snowball sort of thing. So it's like what you're doing with your current retreat right now is all adding up and it's all this information, all this thing. And so it's just kind of like adding to it. So like, even with the relationships, I'm just seeing like that's adding to the next layer. It's right. like, I don't know if any of them are going to become romantic or not, but they have key elements into getting you into that next step. 
um, so that you can, and you've already envisioned and visualized Majorca and like all the stuff that's happening. So we know that's going to happen and, and you're on the path for it. Like if that wasn't going to happen, you wouldn't keep, you know, dreaming about it and seeing it and connecting people that want to get you there. So we know that's going to happen. So it's like, it's just basically a confirmation of keep moving. And also when, when that card shows up, I always know that the client has an artistic, like, um, you're an artisan at something where like, there's a scientist that there's an art piece and no one can do or fabricate what you can do. And I think it's that talent that unlocks everything you were asking. Ah, cool. Oh, I like that. I love that. Well, all answers. Great. Yeah. I also just decided yesterday I have to cut some of my design clients off and just stop it to only put my heart fully into the retreat and the hosting, which sounds a bit harder and the money in the beginning seems t- harder and tougher than when I design, I make a lot more money per hour, obviously. The hotel takes obviously many more hours, but I love it. So I'm very excited because I finally like bit the bullet and I told one of my clients and said, I can really no longer do this for you. And I found someone else already who was very happy to find a job when there was already a magical match to yesterday. So I'm like, I'm excited. I just need to get rid of all this consulting and just like, okay, that's it. Just focus only on the hotel. It will be fine. Yeah. I mean, you're doing it. It's so, it's so cool. Cool. Um, yeah. Thanks for that confirmation. You will. Deborah, did you have a question? Yes. Uh, what should I expect going into the school year? Getting ready to go back. All right. Let's see what what this has for you. Oh, you got the vampire. The knight of. It's a nice vampire. Yeah. <laughs> nice vampire. Yeah, like the ones on HBO. <laughs> <laughs> the hot one. <laughs> Um, do you want to share a little bit, Rachel, on? Sure. It, it has a lot. It's the Knight of Swords, which I associate with taking in tons of new data, content, information, analyzing it quickly and making a lot of decisions. So every time I get that card for myself or a client, I go, you're going into reading every book you can get your hands on mode. Just a thirst for content, knowledge, rapid learning. Okay. Yeah, and I even see like all of this learning, like helping you with your school year. And it it may just like really dictate a lot of things that you're gonna be doing. Like I'm seeing like new ideas, new ways of thinking, new, new concepts coming through. So just being really open to like if you hear about a study or information or a book, like start pulling it through because I just think it really guiding you with how you're gonna work this year with the kids and and everything else that you're doing. There's just some, there's like new concepts that I'm just seeing develop within you. Okay, could that mean I'm looking for a part-time job too? Like mm-hmm. transition, could that be for that also? Like yeah, it's like pulling in and learning and gathering information. And Okay, I, I get it then. You're gonna be able to go faster right now than ever before. Like to the point where you might not be able to do things slow. And you might also, are you a teacher? Is that when you went back to school? I'm, I'm a school nurse. Okay. You Sorry might not. you might encounter a lot of like advanced kids too. Like everybody's going to be a little quicker. Okay. All right. I get it. Thank you so much. That card has AP all over it. Advanced placement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Awesome. 
Well, Rachel, I would love to know, like, what are you currently working on? What's next for you? What's brewing? Yeah. Like, what's happening in your world? Well, it's been a big year because we moved from Chicago to Austin, Texas. So that was quite disruptive. So it's been busier than usual, shall we say. So just making, you know, the flower essences, making sure those get in the right hands, um, sending them out. I, I like wrapping them myself. I know that's weird, but I was like, I've created this business. I want to be touching pieces of it. And I used to work in corporate where you touched nothing and nothing felt real. So this is like a real blessing for me. And then just, um, you know, on Instagram, Tuesday evenings, right before this, I, I also do a Tarot Tuesday with the deck where I read for a good friend of mine who owns a business, the different person every week. Next week, we have someone named Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady on Instagram. Um, I'm going to read her card. So just try and have fun. So just reach out if you want to know about anything. And the deck is on Amazon. We self-published it. So we just went with Amazon because self-publishing is so frustrating. I was like, whatever. We'll just put it in one place. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you. We will definitely put all of your contact information in the show notes, thank you. your Instagram, all that, so that we can follow you on Tarot Tuesday on your, your space as well. Yeah, this is exciting. You have a great group. I love everybody. And cute oh. dogs. I need more <laughs> dogs in my life. I just have mine. <laughs> yeah, we're we're a pretty tight um, group here. Some of them we met while we were in San Diego together, and then Kelly, like Kelly, left and Deborah, Jenna, and uh, Jeriana yeah. um, found me, you know, during the shutdown, and I was putting all my moon circles online instead. And um, Michelle, you know, was on Instagram, and Carrie is another designer. Um, tarot deck designer and so it's been really really cool it's awesome yeah all righty um well thank you so much and um yeah i'm looking forward to playing more with your deck and just really tapping in and if you guys do get her deck you know the one thing that i was really surprised about is like i said it's the words that you wrote in in the book and and usually i don't read a lot but i love reading other people's uh, interpretations and perspectives on it and and just the phrases that you have in here like I said they're like easy mantras for me to adapt and to to add to my life so well, um, thank you great. yeah as you know there's a lot of bad tarot booklets out there so and there's good ones too so you learn through contrast I was like I'm not doing that I'm gonna try and do what she did yeah yeah it's very cool thank you thank you You've been listening to Bewitching the Home. Special thank you to all my Patreon members. Without you, this show would not be possible. Music composition by Ken Seth Thibodeau. Editing by Marcy Ferry. And special assistance by Blake Ferris. If you like what you're listening to, please hit the subscribe button. And if you want to support us even more, please join me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash bewitching. You can also follow me on Instagram at Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, Lorraine, L-A-R-R-A-I-N-E, and find out more information about the podcast on the website, bewitchingthehome.com.